What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Splash Bandicoot, ready to bring you back another great episode of Nostalgic Plays. Right now, we're keeping it real gangster, especially with the up, especially with the with the topic we're about to have in stores for you. But with me, as always, is what's up? What's up? It's Sean the Don, killing on another Wednesday night. How y'all doing today? Y'all know who I be. L-O-C D-O Triple motherfucking G I'm in the place to be Crashed my car in a tree And sued the tree Woo <laughs> <laughs> Somebody feeling Somebody feeling good already Gangsta B You know what I'm saying What's G-Funk, up y'all G-Funk man G-Funk we We in this bitch We in this bitch And I ain't no snitch <laughs> How gangsta are you bro I'm so gangsta I hit my cat and the cat scratched me. <laughs> Very detailing. So, anyways, anyways, man, just man, you know, we got August. We're in the midst of training camp with football. So, you know, we, we, you know, we were talking a little bit the other day, and we figured this would be a great topic with football season underway in all levels. Man. Now the thing is, we we would talk about some of the some of the most gangsters, the mo- most notorious gangsters on the field are, are the defensive players, motherfuckers that anytime they see the opponent get the ball, they're going for straight kill. Back in the day, especially at least, I don't know about this these days. Yeah. Man, but there, there's more, but they're more athletic these days compared to the OGs of the game. But man, when we talk football, there's always everyone want to talk about offense, and offense always get more of the acknowledgement, the endorsements, and everything. But defense was like they were winning rings, mm-hmm. they're out there dominating motherfuckers. But remember, it's, remember though, offense went, offense get tickets, sells tickets, and defense win win championship. Yes, major facts there, man. You know, as much as, much as they want to create the game for the offense, but you know, can't dog the defense. So, speaking of which, best defensive players of all time. All time? Yeah. Now, we're going to start this off with the best, in the best in the in the secondary, safeties and cornerbacks. So, corners, man. We, we talking about lockdown. They're going to shut your top receiver down. And who you got for us, Lope? Give me prime time. The legend himself, Deion Sanders. Deion Primetime Sanders, man. Ooh. Uh, the man could do it all. He can he can punt, return it, return it for a punt, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Lock down Jerry Rice the next possession. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh. But yeah, I'm going to have to go with Primetime, man. He just had that that presence, you know, that... Mm-hmm. that that fear that made many quarterbacks of the eight of the uh, late eighties and nineties very very fearful, you know. Like mm-hmm. they knew not to throw it his they, way. Yeah, don't throw it his way, cause prime time will catch it. Oh you yeah, like, lock lock you down. Yeah, that's true. Deion Sanders, one of the fastest guys on the field, lockdown corner. Wasn't the most physical player, but his but. But his ability to to uh, read the routes. Yep, read the routes. Yep, on. read the routes. Break up passes. I mean, more than makes up for for his his lack of physicality yeah. on the field, which yeah. is good because you know I know what they say like 
football is more is more of a physical game, but it's also mental. Yeah. You know? it's and the thing about and the thing about with with uh, sorry to cut you off, but the thing with, with with corners too is is that you're on the scene when the ball's thrown. It's you and the it's you and your the receiver you're guarding. Yep. You know? Yeah, and another great re- corner, Darrell Revis, man. Revis Island. This dude was locking down Ocho Cinco, uh, Andre Johnson, uh, T.O. T- at the last of his career, but Randy Moss. This guy should have won Defensive Player of the Year that year in 2009. Unfortunately, they gave it to Charles Woodson, who is a who is a Hall of Famer himself and right. Who's a, the deservingly of a Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. but I don't think he was not at the level of where Darrell Revis was at, covering him from everywhere he was at. Thanks. You know, so I thought I think Darrell Revis is a good should be considered one of the top corners. He should be in the Hall of Fame now that his career is officially numbered. Yeah, and uh, I know another corner people don't talk about him enough. But he was one of the most slept on corners Is uh, Aeneas Williams Played with the Cardinals in the 90s Fortunately Cardinals weren't Weren't the best team in the league But he he locked down the best Receivers in that era And he was the most physical He could lay the wood He was like he was fearless And uh Him, Ty Law, people forget about They changed the rules because of him The way he was just <laughs> yeah, yeah, but people want to say like, oh, he was only a zone, a zone cover uh, corner instead of a instead of a like man to man cover like Dion and Revis was. Mm-hmm. But Ty Law still he he was still beating him up. Oh yeah, he beat up the Colts. He beat up the Rams receiving core. That shit was nuts. But uh, man, that that was another that was a classic right there. Another, uh, now there, dang, there, there are some good corners. Champ Bailey. Champ ba- oh, yeah, Cam Bailey. Champ Bailey was definitely a, another beast in his own right. You know? A Hall of Famer. Yeah. I guess I could put Richard Sherman up there now. Ooh. I mean, he's, yeah, if, you, if you're talking about Seattle and. Yeah, I say Seattle, Seattle Richard Sherman was a big Seattle years, yeah. Niners, I guess a 2019 season when, because he still got an all-pro season, yeah. Yeah, when they made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, but he, but again, he was another, not to say he was a trash, but he was a zone coverage, you know what I mean? Yeah, no one was going to throw it his way. But can he like? But would beat, he beat him like man to man? Yeah, know? could he do that? You know. But Facts. I know he he's got, but you know he's got a few All Pro seasons under him in, in his Seattle years, so I wouldn't say no to it. Um, there's also another guy, uh, man. But, but how about safeties? Oh, safeties. Oh shit. Ed Reed. Ravens is bad. Yeah, his Ravens years. Ooh. Well, that's what mainly people remember him for. But yeah, Ed Reed, just him and Palomalu, another great. Palomalu, those two were pretty the best 
playmaking safeties in NFL I've ever seen. I know a lot of old timers are gonna say, you know, Ronnie Locke. <laughs> I know OGs, but I respect that because, yeah, Ronnie Lott, you know, he was one of the first safeties in modern day to, to be laying the wood like that. And he was a true playmaker for them, for the Niners defense. You know, he was part of, he was the backbone of that defense. Uh, and, uh, whoops, you're right. Yeah, and he always, uh, and he always made sure his team was in put in the right position. So, but uh, Palomalu was a guy who who made big plays. You know that without Palomalu, the Steelers' defense wasn't the same without him. You know, he was a a definite playmaker. Uh, uh, Ed Reed, he 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 just went for the bit. You know, risk it for the biscuit. I call it. Risk it for the biscuit. Whatever happens, happens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I felt like he and Palomalu could have been could have won MVP in the NFL just due to their value of the defense. Uh, another great safety, man. People don't talk about much is uh, this dude named Paul Krause played for the Vikings in the late '60s, '70s. Mm -hmm. This guy has like 80 interceptions in his career. And this is back when they weren't, and they weren't passing like they were now. Yeah, yeah, they weren't throwing. They were mainly a ground game. Yeah, so so for him to still hold that record to this day, you know that's some that's some beast shit right there. Feel me? One of the best, you know. One of the, you know that's a that's a great safety right there. Oh, uh, man. Who do I know, I know it's probably still early in his career right now. Yeah, it's probably still early in his career. I was, I was about to say the Honey Badger. Well, he did make all-decade team in the 2010s. So, yeah. Yeah, put, put him up there. The Honey Badger. Honey, yeah, Honey Badger, good player. I don't know about great. I'm going to say I, I know it's probably still uh, early in his career. Ted... Who? The Honey Badger. Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. <laughs> Earl Thomas, definitely. Yeah, he was a big play. <laughs> he like Cam Chancellor was the hammer, but but uh, my but Earl Thomas was there was making the was sledgehammer. No, uh, <laughs> not only that, but he was like making like making sure nobody was gonna throw on him. Sad, sad about how his career going, but you know that's that's the way shit is, man. Huh? Oh. Okay. So in yeah. Anyways, plenty of uh, John Lynch. John Lynch. Yeah. In light of the young bloods on who John Lynch is. Man. Played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the 90s and 2000s. He was laying hits on motherfuckers. Well, probably one of the most slept on players, uh, safeties. Uh, Steve Atwater, I think people forget about him. He 
know, built, you know, built like a, built like a linebacker. But man, he, man, but coming from that safety position, he hit people good. Him, Dawkins, Brian Dawkins from the Eagles, yeah, was a dog. Yeah. So we're gonna go linebackers, but we're gonna go linebackers. We're gonna exclude the the edge rushers on this topic. That's a yeah. You know Ray Lewis. Yeah, Ryan Erlacher, one of the most revolutionized middle linebackers. Ray Lewis brought the hammer. Don't you think? Who? Am I the only one that feels like that? Who? <laughs> the Erlacher retired a little early. I feel like he retired. Uh, I think he retired at the right time. I think. Uh, I think Erlacher knew that his time, his his best days were over. So it was like, why you know retire now before? They won't want to say Dick Buckus. Buckus, yeah. Like to me, he was just a tough guy. Hey, he was mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he, he was like what what a football. He defined what a football player was back in the day. Right. Yeah. No Chicago tough. Oh yeah, Chicago. Yeah. Can't forget the refrigerator. He played D line. <laughs> uh, see uh, Derek Brooks from the Buccaneers. Man, he, you know, he pretty much uh, controlled anything that he controlled everything that was going on, especially in that Tampa two defense. Much like Erlacher, uh, Bobby Wagner. Pretty much a modern day Erlacher. Jack Ham. Ooh. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Yeah, Jack Ham. Yeah, and Jack Lambert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, Lambert didn't take no shit. Lanier. Oh yeah, people forget about him too. Man, spit some game on the on these youngsters. Man, Willie Willie Lanier played for the Kansas City Chiefs in the late '60s through the '70s. Through the '70s. Man, this man was a problem. Was a problem. Get a, help them get a Super Bowl. Help them get their first Super Bowl, no? Am I correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. Help them yeah. get the, their first Super Bowl until Patrick Mahomes and them showed up 50 some years later. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's facts, though. He was a put, yeah, he did, he did force a lot of turnovers on that defense. He was the backbone. Yeah. yeah. So then now we're going to go defensive line, interior best defensive line. 
original quote before I got corrected. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I have to go with the refrigerator, or how uh, Cat Williams' little, little kid said it, the refrigerator. Who misses this? You put the cocoa puff out the refrigerator. Really, this is like Nah. I would say. Oh, y'all know who, who I'm gonna say, right? Aaron Donald. Oh, that yeah. dude, a fucking beast. I mean, you seen how how they tried to double team him? Even that don't work. Yeah, I, I see it, man. It, man. Yeah. And I feel that guy like, moves like you can tell. That guy moves like a freaking freight train. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's only six one. Say one. Yeah. Six, that six tall, one. Yo. For real. Yeah. He's same height and on Trey Young. That's Trey Young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's st- and he's dominating motherfuckers. You know, he got three defensive player of the year awards. And I know the Bears are gonna have their hands full <laughs> against him on the season opener. Oh my god, please don't start Please don't start Justin Fields For yeah. that game <laughs> Oh yeah, You're gonna ruin his confidence Cause this guy This guy's gonna come at him like a freight train Yeah, yeah him, uh, Reggie White Yeah, Reggie, Reggie, Reggie White. White Right, what do you think, Don? Reggie White Yeah, Reggie White on hit, but But I feel like in, in my eye, I feel like the Bears had to make the right choice and don't start Justin Fields <coughs> because I feel like you're going to make the same mistake like you did with Sabisi. No, no, they started him too early mm-hmm. and Aaron Donald kills him. That's going to ruin his confidence. It, yes. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, no, but I was asking your thoughts on Reggie White. Reggie White. The best, one of the best defensive ends. Like he was just—he was a fucking tank. Not to mention he had the strength of one too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the minister of defense. Mm-hmm. The minister of defense. Yeah, much like Aaron Donald, double teams never worked on him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. One of the yeah, one of the best pass rushers. I think in NFL history, one of the greatest pass rushers in NFL history. You can also say Deacon Jones. Oh, uh, yeah, Deacon Jones. Who invented the word sack. Yeah. I mean, he was smacking, man. Head, sm- head slapping. Right. Head smacking. Pa. Right, he, was, he was smacking yeah. QBs harder than a Wu-Tang album, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, can you... You know how funny would it be if he played these days? Imagine telling him you can't hit the quarterback like that. He'll hit the nigga. He'll hit the quarterback of the next yeah, play on I purpose. Like, <laughs> I like, feel like he'll push the the the, the linebacker that's uh, protecting uh-huh. the quarterback into the quarterback on purpose. The lineman. Yeah, the lineman into yeah. the. Uh, he'll probably say, you know, he'll probably forearm uh, Brady. Oh, <laughs> that's on purpose. That's on. That's that's unnecessary roughness. That's how crazy he was. Yeah. And he had the craziest imagination about what, what it's like sacking a quarterback. Yeah. You ever heard of that? No. 
<laughs> he rapped every. He says it feels like you just put all the offense in one bag and you hit him with a baseball bat. Like damn, what the hell did they did to you? <laughs> he did the Michael Jordan approach. Took it personally. Rest in, rest in peace, Deacon. Uh, uh, Bruce Smith, the all-time sack leader. Yes. One of the first defensive line to be ripped. <laughs> like, 100% ripped. Because back then, you know, all, linemen on both sides were like fat boys, pretty much. Yeah. He was the fir- one of the first... Uh, small, small boy. <laughs> yeah. Like, big, bad Bruce. Like, 6'6", 280. <laughs> And he was sacking quarterbacks at the at the 3-4 scheme. That's hard for defensive ends to do. Yeah, that's another that's another great player. Now we're gonna go edge rushers. I know who you wanna say with edge rusher. If you don't say if you don't say his name now, I'm gonna be disappointed in you. Damn. Which one? <laughs> Ray Lewis? Ray Lewis was a middle linebacker. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Lawrence Taylor, my guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lawrence Taylor. The crazy. The, he changed the game forever. Yeah. He, wow. <laughs> Bro, like. And he even wrestled Bam Bam Bigelow at WrestleMania. Hey, <laughs> for real. That's crazy. Was it with or without the crack? Um. <laughs> with the crack. Without the crack. Without, I think it was before the crack. Yeah. It, it, uh, well, well, we'll get back with you guys about that. <laughs> but yeah, L- Lawrence Taylor, like he was the reason why like some of these tack outs, these uh, offensive tackles can do can be in a two point stand now because he was just beating them. Yeah. And you had to change your game plan about watch out for the edge. This the, I mean, he did. This guy just manhandled you. And he's and he's just out. He's just running circles around them. Yeah, that's what that definitely was separated him. That agility, uh-huh. yeah, that under- and the strength. He's a, he's a, yeah, the strength. The strength and speed. And speed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, he he dominated everybody. And I always say, man, it's never good when a defensive player dominate is dominating the whole field. Oh, another great defensive tackle I forgot to mention. Warren Sapp. Warren Sapp, yeah. Plugging up the middle. One of the best interior line of all time. Second best. Who number one? Aaron Donald. Oh, yeah, of course. Man, you're sticking with that. Man, I'm sticking <laughs> with that. But I, I don't see how, how else somebody would have done like he did. So back to edge rusher. I know if it wasn't for his injury, he would have been a lot greater. JJ uh, Watt. Yes. Yeah. JJ Watt He can he can uh, bat down passes and rush the quarterback, or set force fumble, pick it up and run it back for a touchdown. Again, one of the one one of the most humble stars in the fortune. 
hopefully he wins the ring before he retires. Damn. Any, then, he, then he signed with the Cardinals. Yeah. Right? at the end when they were like five and two and finished you like three and uh, five. Oh yeah. Something like that. Five and two three. Yeah something like that. Man. Man, Man so thoughts so thoughts on this list of we talk about greatest defensive players. Apologize to the other like, and I know like for edge rushers or defensive end, I know people want to say, what about some of these old timers? You know, we don't really know much of them other than like few exceptions. Like, uh, well, obviously we know about Singletary. Yeah, Singletary. I mean, he had the eyes like he he was looking for where the ball was. <laughs> uh, shit, like Doug Atkins. Six eight. He was six fucking eight. For back in the day, he still be huge these days. Hell yeah. Yeah, like damn, like he was dominating everybody. Hall of Famer for the Bears. Uh, Ray Nitschke for the Packers. Yeah. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, there's some. There's some quite names out there. John Randall, one of the the motor mouth, the motor that just doesn't stop. <laughs> man coming at you non-stop. Oh yeah. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Red Favre always said he hated facing him. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you fuck with the two? So you fuck with the names? Yeah, I fuck with the names definitely. It's a solid. It's a definitely a solid list. Cause I feel like each one of them dominated the game in their own manner. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, if, shit, not only that, the stats speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, major facts. Yeah, it's, it's just in the stats, bro. Yeah, these these are yeah. What we talking about man? These are some bona fide stars. Yeah. Super Bowl winners. Yeah, deep defensive players. Plenty of defensive players of the year winners. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to these guys. And, man. I don't know. I ain't gonna lie. This beat fire as hell. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 this was a, this was a solid episode. So, yeah. I know we talked about this before, but what would you think if, uh, like we saw a Randy Moss in his prime versus a Deion Sanders, both in prime. Ooh. <laughs> I would say Deion that's Sanders. Gonna, that's gonna be a battle, bro. Uh huh. The epic battle. Bro, that's an epic battle. Man. Yeah, maybe one day we'll, we'll talk about the dream defensive back cornerback. Receiver matchup one day. Yeah, yeah definitely. So, the debate. And, and so, 
thoughts? You got anyone else who you think should have been on the list or forgot about? On the top of my head. Official ads. Man. Well, this episode of Nostalgic Plays has been brought to you in part by Hennessy. Hennessy. You see that girl in the club that looked like Rosie O'Donnell? And you want to make her look like Britney Spears? Drink a whole fifth of that, bro, and it gets you right. All right. <laughs> this episode also brought you apart by El Patron. El Patron, you want to have the power to slap 10 dudes through an incoming L train? Drink some El Patron and I hit the spot. Look at Jake Paul, he's been hitting everybody. Pause. I don't know. And this episode. And do say. <laughs> I still gotta come up with one for do say, but do say it'll help you all day. Do say. Okay, shout out to Mitchell and Ness. You know what I'm saying? Always got the drippy, always got the drippiest jerseys in stores. Help my man Lok Dog, Lok Dog out with the jerseys especially, but he be wearing it backward like fabulous. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Especially shout out to you know Foot Locker. You know what I'm saying? Fucking new era has helped my man Sparty rock the band-aid on his face with no cut and the do-rag on top of it to hide the to hide the logo so he don't get sued for copyright infringement. Yeah. <laughs> and shout out and speaking of and shout out to Liz for giving for always dropping the dopest hat to the game. Help my Oh my man Loke Dog out with it, but he be wearing a bandana outside of it, like he Joel Santana. <laughs> and shout out to Jordan Brand, you know what I'm saying? Right. Open on all days except for Tuesdays. Why not on Tuesdays? You know what I'm saying? Jerry Krause was born on a Tuesday. <laughs> I don't wait. And then I also remember, I also believe Kwame Brown got drafted that same day. Oh, man. Uh, oh yeah, Tuesday. on a Tuesday hour, and I can't forget the, the 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 day that really made him hate Tuesdays forever. Uh, when Isaiah Thomas wanted to join the Dream Team. <laughs> on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, so just like that, we're gonna wrap this episode up. Yeah. Any final words, guys? Yeah, uh, to all my future podcasters out there, you know what I'm saying. You tired of um? You tired of your podcast host dancing all in the video? <laughs> Tap dancing all in the video, making TikTok videos, trying to bump some Nick Cannon. <laughs> come to the come to the nostalgic place. We don't do that over here, <laughs> B. Any last words, Sean? 
Enjoy. Everybody have a good good day. Be safe. Make sure you wear your mask. And y'all have a good weekend. Some of y'all be ugly as fuck. Oh, yeah, so you yeah. only yeah, two, three smell of like Kwame Brown jump shot in his <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And uh, don't forget to check out. Don't forget to check out our uh, our Instagram and Twitter pages. Instagram at Nostalgic Place. Twitter at Nostalgic Place too. And we're available on all streaming platforms. Thank you guys for always listening to us, and we'll be sure to give you some fire episodes and make sure and have some gr- and have potential guests coming our way. <laughs> and shout out to Jazzy Jeff. Stay classy, Jazz. Shout out to my boy Austin Powers. <laughs> All right, have a great rest of your weekend, everybody. Please stay safe, and please, if you're home, I mean, if you're sick, stay home. Yeah. But just stay your ass home. Yeah. Please <laughs> social distance. Please do your due diligence. Do your part. Of uh, wa- of uh, washing your hands, yeah, social distance if you have all to. that groovy shit. So, so please, you know, we want to get out of this pandemic as soon as you can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thank you guys, thank you guys once again, and we'll see you next time. Peace. And that, just like that, we out. <laughs>